I love going round the charity shops in Portobello, but after creating this episode profiling the varied and characterful charity shops on the high street, I think I'll be looking at them all a bit differently. Each one is unique and special and we've seen how fragile they can be with the sad loss of the cat and dog home charity shop this year and many of them struggling during lockdowns and then being swamped with donations afterwards. But right now it actually seems that the charity shops here are thriving with people shopping more locally and wanting to shop thoughtfully. So let's have a wee rummage through the selection on offer in Porty. Why don't we start with the cancer research shop? I chatted with Jackie, the shop manager, and Hannah Lore, one of the volunteers, who told me how much fun they have with their fundraising. Cancer Research Portobello's a bit quirky. We always have unusual windows. We do themed windows. We do uh, music windows, superhero windows, geeky windows, something a bit different, just because there's so many charity shops and we just have to sort of try and stand out a bit. But I liked my bad taste window. That was quite good as well. That actually was quite surprisingly how much was sold out of that, yeah. We try and store things. So if there's things that come in that are for summer, we don't discard them, we keep them for summer, we just bag them up and try and hide them in our small shop through the back. We just try and maintain the donations. We have a booking system for ours, which works, because that way we can control the numbers. Ah, so how does the booking system work? Customers can either pop into the shop if they're passing, or they can phone us, and we've got time slots available Sunday to Monday. And if somebody's cancelled and somebody pops in and says they've got a bag, if we can take it, we can take it. And so most does most of the stuff that comes in get sold or do you have to then sort of send other stuff out to other shops? Or We're pretty work? good here that we tend to try and use uh, a good 80-90% of what we get in here. If it doesn't sell here, we then move on to another shop. That's what we do uh, Cancer Research as a charity, that nothing gets wasted. You have a lovely team. Yeah, yes, yeah. We, we do. Just, we like to have fun. We do. And, I mean, it's obviously a serious cause we raise money for, but... We like to have fun, and I think that comes across. Yeah, we, are, we always have good music on, and mm-hmm. customers always comment that there's always good music on, and we always have, like, uh, for Stand Up to Cancer recently, we had a bake sale and a cake sale and lucky bags and sweetie bags. We've got December coming up, we'll have kids and young people with cancer that we'll be doing another fundraising for, so, yeah. Amazing. It's always something to do, yeah. Yeah. Over the road, I spoke with June Bannon at St Columbus Hospice Shop. What is different about this shop than the other shops in the high street? You wouldn't think it was a charity shop. It's such a vintage-style shop. It's the clothes we've got in it, the bits of furniture, the decor. It just... Nobody thinks it's a charity shop when they come in. Really, what we get are all very specialised. It's You know, it's a lot of things for men that a lot of other shops don't get. A lot of knick-knacks, tie-pins, you know, cufflinks. And they do like the quirky stuff you know that that's really this shop it's a wee bit quirky and people come in and they know they can find something a bit different you know a lot of our people that donate have lost family through the hospice i mean really we have a a really good chat to a lot of them you know because they're bringing all their stuff that their loved ones have left behind and they're bringing it here and they trust us you know to to look after it and give it to the correct people and you know, it's just that sort of thing. I feel they don't feel like they're thrown out. They're giving it to other people, you know, and they're giving money to the hospice for to give care to other people. And that's where we really come from, I think. It's it's getting getting the money to help the hospice who will help all the people. It's and a real feel-good really it. factor, well, it's, isn't it? It's, 
it just does. It just every time I talk about it, it just does that to me. It's really it's a feel good. It's every time somebody comes in, if they want to talk, we'll talk to them, you know, and help them get through what they've went through with losing a member of their family or a friend or anything. We've got time for the people that come in. I hope that shows. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And how's it been since COVID? I know some of the shops were maybe a bit overwhelmed with donations at one point. Yes, we were. Oh, yes, we were. And the unfortunate thing is we actually have to put a label up sometimes to say we can't take them, which is the worst thing that we want to do. We don't want to do that at all. But we need to keep the health and safety of the people that work in the shop and also the people that come into the shop. We have got to keep clear ways so that people, if anything ever happened, they've got a place to go out. We do want to take every donation, but we just can't because there's too many at times, especially over COVID. Yeah, but if people yes. can just hang on to their best things and wait until you've got... Yeah, I mean, we do that. We normally say, give us a couple of days. Yeah. And we'll go back, we'll be back to getting the donations. That's all it is. It's usually only a couple of days. It's maybe if we've not had a volunteer in that day or something, we've just not had the time to clear the stuff that we've had. And a lot of them phone us, which is brilliant. We can actually turn around and say, come in a couple of days or... You know, everything's different and personal to somebody. We are so lucky with the, the things we actually get in here. It's tremendous. Treasures. Look to, at that dress. I mean, That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, some of the things have never been worn. And uh, the things we get are usually washed and pressed. And, you know, they're all been ironed and folded in bags. It's not, it's not like we always just get bags with loaded. Things are placed in it. It's yeah. with care. Because I think a lot of people, as I say, have lost a member of their family and they're bringing stuff from that and they care about the stuff they're given as well. One wee thing I just wanted to mention is a lot of men don't realise that we've made an extra space for the men. They usually get left out. It's like one rail. Whereas we took away a lot of toys and decided to focus on the men. And we've, it's made such a difference to the shop. You know, okay. and a lot of the men come in and they actually quite enjoy being here. Because it's got men's stuff, it's got, you know, so yeah. that's the bit I, I would like to say because a lot of men don't even realise it till they're in and then they think, all right, I'm coming back here. And you may have noticed that the Bernardos has changed recently into Live, Care, Give. They were mid-refit when Lena Kelly, who worked in the Bernardos for 13 years, and Raymond, who's consulting on the opening of the new shop, offered to show me around. OK, so tell me what's happening. So this used to be Bernardo's? used to be Bernardo's. It's for children's services now, which is for children, basically, you know. So basically this shop is... Well, it's different, but it's much the same. We sell the same stuff. The only difference is we've opened the back, what used to be our storage units and stuff like that. So now what we've... I'll show you if you want. Now what we've done is we've opened the back, so it's like a shop inside a shop. And so what we've done is we've opened this part... And we're just selling, like, bits of furniture and... Oh, our bric-a-brac will be back through here. We've actually increased the retail space by nearly 40% by opening this back. Bernardo's have got 700 shops, but they've decided to do some rationalisation, and this was one of them. And it means we could be more focused and uh, what we're trying to do here. There's 700 children in the Lothians that are looked after by this charity, additional support needs and things like that. We've got our own website now which is on Facebook page as well. Raymond came up with this name, to love, to care and, and to give. What we're trying to do there is these three words mean something to everybody. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. And so uh, rather than just put the words charity shop up there, we just thought mm-hmm. we'd put a message up as well. What we're trying to do is to create a curated charity shop, not one of these 
where you walk in and you think, my gosh, there's a million things where in heaven's name do I go first, you know? We're actually doing it, like Lena said, we're here, all the homeware, this mm. furniture. Here is a whole picture section. Yeah. The stuff, the donations that people bring in, we're hoping to try and direct them towards the curated elements that we're doing here. So they would see something in their house and think, oh, that would sell really yeah. well in that exactly. shop. Yeah. yeah, and so they're kind of managing it rather than just dumping all their Absolutely. stuff on yeah. you. And we're, on the website, we'll all have a thing to say, we do take this. And we can't take this because obviously because we do bits of furniture, you don't want people showing up with fridges and three-piece suites. So it's yeah. just, we will be limited, obviously, to the space. But the, to be honest, it's like when the donations come in, you made a less process them straight away because we're obviously we're a bit stuck for space now. We've, we've took every donation that's came through the door so far. So And people are just wanting to come back. And because I've been here 13 years... Everybody, well, I know a lot of people, don't I know you, um, but I know an awful lot of people. So people are really happy that, that we've still got a job, and plus the fact that we're reopening again. So they can't wait. They're like, well, when are you opening? When are you opening? It's going to be really exciting. It will be exciting because there's none other charity shop down here that does this. And the website more or less tells everybody the information that they need to know. Lisa does that sort of side of it, and what she's going to do is, like, if we get something in, like, these lovely lamps, we could take pictures and put them on the website so people can say, oh, look what they've got. See the six guitars over there? Uh-huh. Well, it's quite unusual for a charity shop and for Portobello as well, so... Years ago when you went into a charity shop, there was loads of things to look at, if you know what I mean. You would go and think, oh, what's in there, or what's in there? But you want to bring that back rather than just be this cold... Coats are here, dresses are there. You know, you want that wee bit of excitement for something to see, you know, whether you buy it or yeah. not. Before, when, when it was, like, in Bernardo's, we did have these plastic toys, you know, the candy toys, and I hated them. So some charity shops now stock a mix of used and unused goods, and Lena is describing here the brand-new pocket money toys that several charity shops have started selling. We're going back to that system of saying, OK, these are re- they've been reused, they've been loved, and they're going to get used again. That's the whole purpose of it. Um, obviously, they'll all be cleaned and things will all be in wee plastic bags, and but that's what you need today, you know, so somebody can come in and buy two teddies for, what, three pounds or something. I'm really glad you said that about the plastic things because yeah. I was finding it quite stressful then coming in with my kids mm-hmm. and trying to direct them away from yeah. that stuff. It's Yeah, and kids, are, they don't understand. They want it. Mm-hmm. But if you've got two or three children and they want something that's four pounds for one, people had bought stuff for us and they would bring it back when their child yeah. would do it. They'd say, we bought this for your shop. Yeah. You know, like a doll's house or something. They'd say, we bought her that three years ago, but we're giving it back to you. And that's how it should be. Yeah. It should all be a managing, decycling thing. And I believe that. When I spoke with Lorna at the Salvation Army shop, I was actually quite surprised by the fact that their main focus is about being there for the community rather than selling things. We're here to be first contact for the community. Anyone that's looking for help, financial, food help, clothing, anything like that. So we get referrals in from social workers and we use some of the stuff that comes into the shop for that reason. But any money we make from this shop is actually kept in the local community. So we're here at Christmas time or really any time for anyone in the community that's struggling so we can help with food parcels and stuff. So our main aim with this charity shop is to make money to put it back into the local community. Wow, so this is actually a bit different from all the other charity shops along here. Yeah, we are sort of the... Because we don't really have a church here anymore, we're the main 
sort of hub area for the community in this area to come into if they're looking for help. So we have a sort of more of a wide range of customers that come in, I would say, not just people in buying, people in looking for help as well. I come in here quite a lot and I wouldn't have even known that. I just come from a bric-a-brac and my clothes. (laughs) Yeah, but see, that's the thing. We have our customers that come in just to shop and then we have our customers that come in for the help, for the talk, for because they go home. Some some of the customers go home. They don't speak to anyone for the rest of the day. So they come in here because they know they've got a friendly face, someone they can talk to. Yeah, that's what we're here for. More than just actually selling the the items on the shop floor. And we always look for donations. The stuff selling is selling much quicker than what it was before. I think what I've noticed is there's more people that would be normally out in the normal shops you know, out in your pre-mark and stuff, I think you're noticing more of these people coming in and buying from charity shops because they're getting better quality clothes for the same price as they would and they would get it lasting a bit longer. I think that some people aren't earning the same money as they were before because their hours have all been cut because of Covid, they've not got so many hours and yeah, because they're working from home so they're coming out more locally than what they are going into centre of Edinburgh. That's been the biggest change I've noticed. And once they get the bug, they're going to get yeah, well, that's in. it. Once they, and they realise what they can actually get for their money, then they, they realise it's a much better option for them. Right. Anyone's welcome. <laughs> they can come in any time. If we're open, you come in, we'll take your donations. If you want to come in, have a look. If you want to come in, have a chat. I did have a chat with the Chest Heart and Stroke Discount Charity Shop and the British Heart Foundation Shop. I didn't get to record an interview, but I did get a nice pair of boots, some books for the kids and a silky leopard print top. But the last word goes to David Ritchie at the Marie Curie store, who was happy to talk to me about how people come to Porty to have a look around all the charity shops so they aren't competing. Each one makes the collection stronger and they're all doing their own thing. Every shop's slightly different. We all have our own wee niche, which is even better. What's your niche? I would probably say that it's more high street. More of your Zara's, more of your, you know, your Beshka's and things like that, or your Marks and Spencer's, so it's a very good mix. Uh, and a lot of people for Porty Tech love quirky bric-a-brac, quirky paintings, which is really popular, which is great. So the shop got a huge makeover, which is great because it was very dull and very dark. So it was very good to get this brightening up, opening the windows, which was great for here. And the high street itself has changed. I mean, there's a lot more beauty shops and and things and there's a couple of charities that we've lost which are sad um, Cat and Dog Home were fantastic it was a shame to lose them but in a sense it's still got busy we're still very busy I would say we're busier now than we were two years ago I love shopping so me and my daughter love shopping so I'm one of them that goes round and just window shops and goes into shops and. so will you be doing your Christmas shopping in charity shops? oh god yes like, definitely yeah. the fantastic stuff you find you can get I mean, even for like the new Zara range jacket that's here, you know, that would have been like £250. So the stuff with labels is, fin- is phenomenal. It's brand new. It's never been worn. Wow. So the people are given very generously to help us, especially Marie Curie. So it's, it's, a, it's very good. Yeah. yeah. Is this charity particularly important to you? Yes, yes. You? I've had family. The, the hospice at Frogston Road is really close to me. My family have been in there. I've had two members of my family and also my partner's family as well. So... It must really motivate you to make Oh, yeah, some and money. what the nurses do are just out of this world. I mean, these, these, these guys are just phenomenal what they do. You know, to give that service, it's totally free charge to somebody that's sadly got a disease that can't be cured. It's just, yeah, it's 
So when you open that bag, yeah, it's just amazing. You just get to see it and you're like, wow, that's great, get it straight out. And, and it's great when you see people buying it and they're happy. So I guess the moral of this episode is how brilliant are our charity shops? Let's support them, let's look after them, and we can take care of our things and of each other.